Hello, everybody. I am Jason Trader, the Emperor of America, and with me, as always, is the fabulous Millie T. Hi. How are you doing today, babe? I'm doing really well. Thank you, Jason. How are you? I'm good. Just ate some food, feeling full, and had yeah. a good, good regular, regular work day, which is good for me. We usually have mm. stressful work days, so mm-hmm. a regular day, I'll take it. That's good. Well, yeah. um, I mean, I have a great day, but I'm not happy about what we're about to have to talk about. Uh, it's not that it doesn't make me happy. I'm just like tired of it. Mm-hmm. That's like the real me. It's like yeah, just want it to be done with. Are you tired of it? As and. Why are you tired of it? What we're talking about, folks, mm-hmm. is Today. almond milk is not milk at all. <laughs> and I'm tired of you buying it because it doesn't have mammary glands. It's juice. It's a plant-based milk. You are not to feed off of a dairy cow. I prefer cow. the dairy cow milk. That is nasty. I don't want... No, almond milk is nasty. Jason, you just were raised eating dairy cow I was milk. raised like a God-fearing American that drinks cow's milk. Well, a real God-fearing person with no God gave him some sense to have plant milk, not milk oh, from my God. hormoned... Almond milk is false, and they're trying to trick you by putting milk in there. Hemp, it's no milk. Hemp milk. They just... It's the milk. Almonds the... are dry. Where does the juice even come you, from? Almonds are not dry. Uh, the, you, you get roasted ones. It's probably like 50,000 almonds to get this one This is not drop even the real juice. subject. It's Why not. are you doing this? I'm just a little frustrated I couldn't have milk with my meal today because we got almond milk. All right. Well, we'll, we'll take it up with, you know, the dairy farmers and then poisoning the cows. And you're not a cow. Why are you nursing from a cow? All right. Anyway. So I just anyway, had to get that off my chest. I, I just want to say, I love uh, dairy milk, too. It's delicious. But let's be real. Dairy is just not great for the belly all the time. So, anyway. But moving on. A real thing. The real, the real issue that we're not... Uh, I'm not happy to talk about. I'm tired. I'm not... You said... Were you tired of talking about this? Were, yeah, or was yeah, really, yeah. 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 Is uh, Colin... This is what you brought up to talk about today, which I yeah. thought was in, interesting. The NFL and Colin Kaepernick... Is that how you say his last name? Yep. Kneeling. The kneeling during the during anthem. the country's anthem. Yes, that's the thing that we're going to be talking about Gosh. today. The reason I'm tired of it is probably different than you're tired of it. I'm tired of it because it should have never been talked about, period. It should have never been talked about for two reasons. A, it should have never been racism in America. And B, um, it should just make sense. Oh my gosh, this guy's in protest for, you know, wrongs done to a certain group or types of people. Yeah, we should take a pause. Go America. This is America. We won't stand for this. But instead, it's like a lot of beef, you know. But that definitely shows you, Colin Kaepernick's meals definitely shows you the division of America and that we really do think differently. And not everyone thinks the same. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people do not see that a certain type of people, how black and brown people are treated differently. Ethnic, minority people, whatever. We're going to talk about that in this case. Not necessarily women and, you know, everything. But racism and, you know, how that affects us all. I'm tired of it because I just want to watch football. I'm yeah. a big football fan. I love football. Uh, and I just want to watch the game. So you don't, you don't, so you just like, don't even 
you're like one of those Americans is like, oh, here goes the black people interrupting stuff again. Well, to be fair, black people have interrupted me quite a few times in my oh, life. Oh, have we? I'm just cheesing. Oh, I'm just cheesing. Oh, oh, Lord. I'm so, so sorry to interrupt your game. I'm not talking about the game. Watching session. Uh, but anyway, uh, I was just teasing about how you always interrupt when I talk, and so does everyone else in your family. But uh, anyway, uh, no, I, I just, it's not about that. Like, I, I'm a big football fan. I have been pretty much my whole life. That's right. And um, go Raiders. And uh, I just want to watch a game like ESPN this year because it hurt their numbers and stuff so much. They're just like, yo, we ain't even playing the anthem. Like on Monday night games mm-hmm. that we host, we will not play the anthem. They right. just like not we're done. because not because of anything about what Kaepernick. It has nothing do. to do with no where they take a stance. No it has one to do gives with a money. crap about what Kaepernick is talking about. They care about money and they care about their own traditions, and that's the sad. That's why I'm I, I can't even believe that America. Now, let me be one hundred percent. I'm not shocked as a black woman, as a person in America. Excuse me, as a woke person in America, it doesn't have anything to do with black or white. It doesn't have anything to do with black or white. But obviously, you know, there should be a reason. I mean, uh, the focus should be the reason why he's pausing, not, you know, anything else. Okay. Well, I got a question for you. But before I ask that question, let's give, I got, I pulled up like this brief history, trying to get better research, Mm -hmm. less Mm -hmm. conjecture. Mm -hmm. It's a big word, conjecture. That's five points. Uh, anyway, um, just a brief history of the anthem. Okay, see, that's good. Let me tell you something right there. In order for me to have a conversation with anyone at all about Colin, Colin Kaepernick kneeling, you have got to have well, it's more established than just him and- the history of America. Now, we're going to say, Colin, we know there's a whole bunch of people black brown and in between and all around that kneel with him but i'm just saying colin kaepernick was the one who said it all from 2006 there were people prior to him that did kneels or or refused to go to the line and sat in the back uh he was the first one to get the fanfare uh i saw this one brother who's like i played basketball in the 70s and i kneeled my whole career well there you go right there because they also said rosa parks wasn't the first one it wasn't even her at all who um was the one to protest to go and to sit in the front of the bus her name was like sarah or camille something you know yeah lovely like that but yeah so it's so you're saying colin isn't like the first one he's just the one who got the the big recognition of it. I don't know what it was about 2016. I don't know what it was. Maybe it had a lot to do with just the piles up of Negroes that and Negro children I think at the time, that keep getting shot yeah, up. Yeah, at the time there had been a lot of police deaths. Uh, Not police, police deaths. Or, yeah, uh, African-American police deaths shoot. by police. police yeah. uh, you know, Trayvon Martin and all that was still fresh in the minds of America. Right, and we know Trayvon wasn't killed by a police officer, but yes. Yeah, still, still, same thing. The whole situation yeah. was shady boots because, hello, he's wearing a hood, trying to walk home at night with some Skittles and a drink. Uh, okay, whatever. Call the police and attack me and, and, and hustle me. I'm just trying, or hassle me. I'm just trying to walk down the street. I'm a child. Anyway, I'm not going to get into Trayvon Martin, but Trayvon Martin was like, what, 2012? Mm-hmm. And that was horrible because he was a little kid. And it's horrible for a, a number of reasons. But the point here is Colin decided to take a kneel 
and you were saying something about. Well, I'm just saying other people did it before him, but he got a lot of fanfare no, for that. it. But... You were saying you were going on. Oh the... yeah, about the history. So I, I just was like, like, what's the deal with the anthem? Like, has it been there since the Civil War, the Revolutionary War? Been where? Like in America, in a country. Where else would our anthem be? In, well, I thought in... you were talking about the NFL. No, no, no. I, I it's it's been played in games for a long time. I mean, if you remember, like, Roseanne Barr had, like, sang it terribly. That's in, like, the 90s. The 90s, you know I mean? right. That's the, the NFL started playing the anthem when? Like, where are you going with this? So, anyway, in, like, in the 1880s, the Navy played it as our anthem, but it wasn't until Woodrow Wilson in 1916, which I didn't realize it was that recent, mm-hmm. that he adopted it as, like, our official anthem and then in 1942 mm-hmm. is when they put the first laws in place and that basically said like women Stand. place your well, no it was women place your hand on your hearts uh-huh. and men remove your hats right. and stand yeah. and then the law was revised in like the 70s it was revised in the 70s it was revived again in like uh 98 but all these laws they said are um they're not regulatory they're suggestive. It's yeah. basically like, here's a code of how you should conduct yourself, but like you can't get arrested if you don't stand. Okay. You know, and I, uh, in 2005, they did this big like anthem awareness campaign because they did a study and it found that like most of America didn't even know the words. So oh, there, yeah. so we, there was this big the campaign. When I was a little kid, I knew the words. Now I don't know the words. Yeah, there's a big campaign. Of awareness, because a lot of people putting your hand on a heart is actually a pledge of allegiance thing, not necessarily not, not an anthem, anthem thing. right? And it, but it became so they, they that's why they revised the laws in like '98 uh, to kind of put clarity to it. And then 2005, they had a big campaign, mm-hmm. and it was uh, so I looked it up. I said because I heard that the NFL is paid mm-hmm. by the Department of Defense. See, that's why I was hoping you would get to. Yeah, Number I heard one, history 101. Your precious national anthem is only played at the NFL games. Well, I got this. I got the Go truth. Ahead, I preach. got the truth. Go ahead. <clears throat> so it was John McCain uh, and Jeff Flake, mm-hmm. and in 2015, they called it paid patriotism, mm-hmm. and they spent 6.8 million dollars and distributed it amongst 50 pro teams. That's NFL, NBA, baseball, NASCAR, soccer. And it was basically like, we're going to pay you guys. And now the DOD's official stance is, we've never paid nobody to play the anthem. And they really haven't. They, It was McCain and his crew. I don't know where they got the money. But they are the ones. And they only did it from 2012 to 2015. But that's kind of well, like. Why don't you explain? They paid who for what? They paid the teams to play the anthem. Why? It was called paid patriotism. It was to help make. America, America more, more patriotic. patriotic. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. How did it benefit? The, it was just that was the only thing like McCain had his whole purpose. Was there any other nope, purpose that was it. behind it? No. Nope. It was about patriotism. But, so are you saying before 2015, the anthem wasn't even played at the best? <laughs> no, they were, but it was like. I was like, I always remember it. We were just talking about the 90s. You know, yeah, different teams. Witnessing. And right, doing. different teams would choose to do it. But I think the paid patriotism is when it became like more televised, mm-hmm. more of a, a 
more at the forefront vice like no, it disagree. would happen before the I game i disagree because i remember growing up watching whitney and even roseanne and other yes. singers like that was a big thing you knew the game was starting just because the national and anthem was again out. i'm not saying that it didn't happen before then what i'm saying is that is the time when the teams made it more prominent because they were they were paid to do so but no longer are they paid to do it it is the team's choice whether they want to play it or not has nothing to do with anybody well, I'm else. I'm just trying to figure out what the point of bringing that up was. I'm just because I've yeah, well, because I heard people say that it's paid to be there, like, but that's not true. It's always been there. It ain't. I don't care if it's right. paid to be there or not. Ever since I grew up in the '80s and '90s, it's been there. And now, it's I've been to baseball been games, football so games, basketball games as a kid. Let's talk about Colin Kaepernick and him. It says in 2016, homeboy refused to stand. A little bit of background on Colin Kaepernick. This is according to Wikipedia, because I'm not getting that deep into it. Um, he grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That were the cheeses. Like adopted, right? The dairy cow drinker, eater, this person here. Oh, me too. I like him. Anyway, um, yeah, he was adopted. Um, 4.0 student in high school, football at the age of eight. He was this really fantastic football player. Um, and he currently... Yeah, so in 2016, he just refused to stand during the game. And America did not like that. Excuse me, some of America, a lot of America didn't like that. And what that showed to me was the point bank of bottom line that I care about in this whole podcast is that is proof of our division in America. It really is. The fact that half of America was like, good for you, and I, the other half was like, I hate you. I was losing my mind and, and, and actually just dumbfounded that people, for real, for real, people, we're talking about people who served in the military, who's like, this dude is wrong to protest. I'm like, dude, then why are you in the military? Why are you in the military giving me freedom to do what I want to do? Which and have my rights to protest, and what he's protesting on is human rights. Yeah, but the the thing is, a lot of people in the community they don't believe that there's a problem, so they kind of feel like he's exactly. And that's the sad part is that right. people do not even understand that there's a problem. That's the tired part where a lot of people of color get into. It's like, and to the point where Jesse Williams is just like, look. Just stop explaining it to people. And uh, Toni Morrison also That's had That's what a, Jesse Williams? I mean, Jesse was like, we don't got to tell you nothing. Wait, Jesse Williams? I was thinking Jesse Jackson. No, Jesse Williams in like the 2014, 15, 16 BET Awards, he got a humanitarian award. And during his amazing speech, which was oh, one of the most beautiful speeches. I remember that guy's speech. I yeah. still have that recorded on my DVR. I fast forward the whole ceremony just to watch him cuss out America. That's my yeah. favorite part. And just to basically say, look, you know the plain truth. Black people are just being used in this nation. We've been used since we got here. And if we want to stand up and say something about it, I don't need to explain it to you. Now, me, I'm the one that I'll take the time to explain because, like you said, a lot of people do, do not understand to this day that black people go through anything at all that people of color go through anything at all and the main reason you don't know that is because you're not of color you don't have to deal with that at all so jesse's like look just mind your own business we gonna do what we got to do we don't have to explain anything to you and uh tony morrison 
the famous author, she um, had a quote that said, the function of racism is a distraction. It keeps you from doing your work. It keeps you explaining your reason for being this or explaining your reason for being that, you know, like we always have, we as black people always got to explain, you know, why once again are these black people doing it? Why are they protest? You know, look, some people will tell you and Kaepernick uh, explained it. Basically he, he was, told why, right? Yeah. He, he his why, why that I found like a, he put a, a list. Well, I didn't see that. Did you come up with the list or you find that list? Oh, I don't have it on me, but I know he did it. He said, like, these are the reasons I do Yeah, that. he speaks plainly, but nobody yeah. wants to focus on that. The news doesn't want to focus on that. Again, all this brings out is the division well, of America and the greed of and the media. And why you talking about the news. And not focusing on the love and actually using this opportunity to bring America together. The media, which has the eye and the turn of everyone except for myself and other people who just refuse to just listen to whatever is being fed to us, it, 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 you know, points out to us that there's no care in this country for people of color. There's no care in this country for us actually merging together as a divided country. No, you know, what is it? Sell more papers if it's more drama. That's what I was going to say about the money, news. Money, money, money they don't want to focus on the many evils. They don't want to focus on what he was protesting. No. They want to focus on the drama because the drama right, brings me. Right. Someone yeah. had the nerve to tell me, oh, if Colin Kaepernick has a problem with uh, how black people are treated, maybe he should get out and do something. I'm like, A, number one, he is. B, you have no idea what you're talking about because this man gives millions of dollars to communities and charities that help people in you know um parts of the nation that need it which is happen to be filled with a lot of color folks so he is helping just people want to talk out their side and it's sad that people are actually learned and trained to not care about people of color and that's what i want white people to understand or anybody who don't realize they're white and All right, now, calm I'm down. I'm not going to call him don't out call, don't even on, talk this, about it. on this podcast. Don't even talk about it. I could not believe that. I can't wait to, though. But anyway, no, um, we, you all need to understand that the nation is divided, but why? Why were you born knowing and why were you born always seeing black people in a certain light or not to care about black people or not to merge about black people why is it always white people on the cover of magazines why is it always a white uh supermodel on the cover of sports illustrated and not a a black supermodel? you know what i mean just things like that why is it always white why is everybody in congress white? why is everybody's sons in congress white why is you know what i mean the whole shaboing boing everything is white and it's a, because it's a purpose and a division to divide us. And and that's what I want to focus on. That's the real deal. The, the, to me, racism is a distraction. It's a good point. The distraction. It's, it's a distraction. It's the fact that we're divided. Nobody is decided to actually, you know, I think, you know, he went on a couple of interviews, of course, this and that. And they'll play like a little snip or tidbit of what he said. But it has, we need to know what Colin Kaepernick is talking about. Because this dude has given money to nations over in Turkey and Somalia. I'm like, what? You know you woke when you giving the food to people in Somalia. People don't know. A couple of years ago, and probably still now, I don't know the update. 
Somalia's got a famine. This is a drought. Ain't no food over there. That's a whole nation of a whole bunch of colored folks ain't eating. And Colin Kaepernick says, I got a fat stack of cash. I got friends who have a fat stack of cash. I care about human rights. And I care about what the people need. And so people only look at Colin and his Afro as another black person complaining versus, hey, there is really problems and issues that need to be addressed. Well, the only reason he can have an Afro is because you don't put a helmet on no more. That Afro would be all messed up if he wore a helmet. I'm just saying. Sorry, Colin. I don't mean to take a jab at you. First Super Bowl, the power went out, like right in the middle of this Super Bowl. Weird. Game delayed a power outage. It was probably white people trying to sabotage Colin Kaepernick. That's my new conspiracy theory. Is it? Oh, okay. But, yeah, but I mean, uh, you bring up a good point that, because uh, I want to know, and the, the question I I'm have. I'm talking about good Christian people who don't like this dude kneeling. Good Christian yeah. people that go to church and say they love the Lord in their heart and they know Yahshua was all about loving other people. Yahshua, that's Jesus, that's his name, whatever, whatever you call him, Jesus, Yahshua. What is it, the the, the, the real term, Gunny? Yeshua HaMashiach. Whatever you like to call him. He said to love. And the example he gave was Luke. Six, I think verse 25 or something, it talks about the Good Samaritan. A stranger beat down in the road. People are passing him. And then a dude comes up and helps him. I don't know this dude. I see him busted and beaten on the road. I'm going to help him. The Bible says if you see people busted and beaten, you help them. Black America needs all kind of help that nobody in the nation wants to do and if you do do it like Colin Kaepernick people spit at you that's not Christian to not want to help that reminds people. me of the, the Bible says priest uh, the Levite who should right. have stopped and helped the Samaritan pass the by. Levites if you know the Levites in the Bible the they priest. were the priest we talk about a preacher passed him on the road this beaten and busted yeah. man the preacher who is supposed to be helping people and a stranger came, the Samaritan came and helped him. And you got a nerve to spit on the Samaritan to wanna to wanna take a pause to help somebody? That's where I'm confused. But either way, I hope we can get over that soon. My whole point is just to to the to, to, to focus on the right things, which is the division. And just know that this nation, this country is being led by evil spirits that don't want us to do well. Because people also have to understand uh, and, and the thing that Colin Kaepernick was actually protesting was human rights violators that are police officers or any of them that use oppressive or excessive force. Okay? There's bad police officers in every country all over the world. But according to the film 13th, 5%, what is it, 5% of what is it? We, we make up something like 5% of something, but 25% of us are incarcerated. Oh, yeah, something like that. You're small. Oh, we make up the world, 5% of the world's population, but 25% of our population is incarcerated. Right. 25% is It should be equal to life. how many people you have. If you're 5% of I mean, population, I don't know what it's supposed it should, to be. All it I should know, mirror, prison should mirror society. All I know is 
the 13th amendment says black folks you're now free you can't be slaves anymore unless you've committed a crime basically which means slavery is not over that's kind of basically what that means we can use you as a slave it says it and then they found crimes they found loophole which was like unless you are a criminal black folks was getting locked up left and right you know that's just how it is yeah yeah that's just how it is so people get money you know money is the root of many evils and everything but either way we know unfortunately that black people can be seen as a thing of horror in this nation nobody wants i shouldn't say nobody but we don't you know we're treated a certain way and you know me i'm always going to take that back to the curses it says in many verses in the curses you'll be seen as a thing of horror you're going to get bypassed nobody's going to help you all kinds of stuff it says and the curses i'm talking about is in deuteronomy chapter 28 verses which we did do a podcast a couple podcasts ago about it which I don't really want to get into that because you're going to send me down a whole other path. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I think the Good Samaritan is a very good example. Because my question coming into this podcast, the question I answered, ask myself, is would Jesus kneel in the anthem? How would he respond to the person who kneeled? Heck yeah, Jesus would kneel in the anthem. I, I don't think Jesus would kneel. I think Jesus would walk to the person and talk to him, though. Jesus was always dealing with individuals. So while the whoever he was talking was to, whoever, yeah, exactly. So he would pick up the mic and say to all the oppressors, no, no, or officers that he's. I don't think that. Force. I think what he would do. I think what he would do is he would talk to the individual because everywhere he went, yeah, there's crowds of people around him. But when someone addressed him, he mm-hmm. dealt with that person. He did sermons, yeah. But when someone addressed him, he dealt with that person. And it says that the Pharisees was or looking to get him. The Pharisees was looking to get him because they didn't like him. Yes, that's my verse. What's that verse? Uh, in oh, what's that Bible verse? I but anyway, they was looking to get him. Look up, look up. Jesus Matthew, heals on the Sabbath. Matthew, yeah. Look up, please Google Jesus heals on the so, Sabbath. The Sabbath day. Go ahead, Mister Trader. So, I like that story a lot. I'm sorry. Oh well, okay. Well, anyway, Jesus heals on the Sabbath. So look that up. Well, I'm sorry that we don't have the, uh, you know, the exact one or, or whatever. I but I wrote it down. I thought I did too. Matthew, no. Anyway. Anyway, so the Pharisees is looking to get Jesus. I think it's like Matt, something one through six. Anyway. No, that's that's Luke. Anyway, get to the story. So it's the story one of my is Bible the Pharisees is out to get Jesus. Yeah, they don't like. They're, him. they're looking for him to do something wrong. Like if yo, know, if this dude fart in church, we got him. So they were specifically watching him to do anything. Yeah. They, they were out to get yeah. him. Yeah. And yeah. Jesus walks to a man with a withered hand. It says his hand was withered. And, and the Pharisees are like, this is it. We got him. And because it's the Sabbath and you're not allowed to do work. You're not supposed to do work on the Sabbath. But Jesus says, you know, yo, it's is it better to help do good or do bad, right. basically? Right, and he says it's better to do good, and he heals the man. And at that time, the Pharisees decided to kill him. That was the time. That was it. They're like, yeah. all right, this guy's dead. We're gonna. He, oh, he done mess up the Sabbath. So this. Really but okay. let the 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 law of the Sabbath did say, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. If you go back to, to Deuteronomy right. and all these books, right. like God specifically says, uh, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. What the Pharisees did 
is added rules and laws on mm, top of that sure to be followed. Yeah. Like you can only walk so far. Yeah. That was Pharisee law. Turn on your life. That, yeah, exactly. That wasn't necessarily what God just wanted you to take time to yes. rest and remember him. Exactly. Uh, so it didn't mention healing. And as a matter of fact, healing ain't nobody healing. was healing before Jesus around the, those Pharisees lifetime. So, how do, do they know if that's even wrong? It wasn't even really addressed. They, they created like a custom. Our custom is to do this in accordance with the law that we read. So when I look at the national anthem mm -hmm. and I see patriotism is, is important. I've been in the military 19 years at this point. Mm -hmm. So you can't tell me that I'm not patriotic because I've been serving my country and it when I say serving, I mean I am a servant. My family has gone through hardship. I have gone through hardship. I have served my country, and uh, I'm proud of that. Uh, but when I see the national anthem, I, I see a thing of patriotism. Yes. I see a thing that represents our country. Most definitely. But when I see men kneeling, what I see is them violating a custom and not a law. Mm -hmm. Right. Just as the Pharisees it's went to a, Jesus and said, this is our custom. It wasn't necessarily the law the that law, he couldn't heal. Right, yeah. It was the custom of the time. It's just tradition. And, right, and that's tradition. okay. I, I like tradition a, a great deal, you know. Um, I just feel certain things trump tradition. And one thing is in people's lives. Black people, black men, and kids. Tamir Rice playing in a park playing in a park with a toy gun yeah, in sad. broad daylight. They pulled up on that boy. You can look at the video on YouTube and blew that kid clear across the park. The kid can't do nothing to them. They just saw a kid. You know, I guess they assumed it was a, a gun. But I just, my only thing about that when things, because this videos and bodies piled up, Philando Castro or Castillo, he, you know, he told the officer, I have a license and a weapon, you know, and a license for it in my glove. And the cop shot him in front of his kid and his lady friend. Well, I think, I see, I'm in some community, I'm in a very militaristic we like Eric weapons Garner. that broke uh, me Eric Garner is the one that broke me Trayvon I kept my silence I kept my silence I stayed quiet I stayed quiet but when Eric Garner I saw him get choked out why is he in a chokehold I don't know I'm not gonna go there whatever it doesn't matter but that broke me that broke me yeah well it's sad and, and well, like I said I'm because he's just selling what is he doing? He was selling cigarettes or something on the street corner, right? Bodies are piling up for over cigarettes. You gonna kill me over cigarettes? You gonna arrest me over cigarettes? Sure, it's against the law. Should I be selling cigarettes on the corner? Probably not, cause there are laws in place, etc. But do you do? Does he deserve to lose his life over it? Should he ever resist arrest? No, you should. The Bible says to work with the law. You know. Even those who are over oppressing you. Just be good. Do good. You know? And, um, I don't know. It's, it, police officers have a, a hard job. But I tell you, 
Let the brother sell his cigarettes. The government owe him and his ancestors anyway. Let the man make his little coin on the corner. But the, the bodies are piling up and you're not, why not say anything? So I come from a very, like, like I said, a very macho culture with like guns and stuff is prevalent. We like them. We want to keep them, you know, like my Facebook feeds with all my friends is just filled with stuff getting shot and stuff left and right. And a lot of them blame, uh, well, uh, if, if you have a gun and a cop says don't move, you shouldn't move. If he says stop, you should stop. And they blame the person uh, for their death. Or they'll say, like with the gentleman you just mentioned, he's selling something illegal. He's a criminal. And it was, you know, yes, he died, but he shouldn't have been breaking the law. That's why I get that. I'm telling you that's what's in the, in the hearts of the other side of the Oh, I already coin. know because I talk to him that, all the time. That's what's there. And, and but, but what I like, exactly. And, and, but what I will say as a military member, right, when you are holding a weapon, when you're on patrols in Iraq or Afghanistan or whatever, mm-hmm. and you're the weapon holder, when your finger goes on that trigger, the burden is on you. The burden's on you because you're the trigger puller. You have a greater responsibility than that other person. So if you roll up on a kid and you pull that trigger, you're the authority. You're to, like if I was in Iraq and I turned a corner and shot a kid, blah, because I got scared, I got nervous. Mm -hmm. I'm still prosecuted even though I'm at a war zone, even though I did it because I thought he was something different. I'm still going to be scrutinized because I pulled the trigger. And I think what's happening is we're not remembering that they are the authority, meaning the burden is greater for the cop. And I know that that sucks. And I know that cops have a hard job. And I think some of the cops are bad. And some of the cops just made really bad choices in a That's in a hot problem, moment. But problem. I think what people That's need to forget, and I brought this same thing up when we were talking about separating families at the border, it don't matter whether they're right or wrong. And what I believe my Lord and Savior, Jesus, Mm -hmm. he cares about people. Yeah. So somebody died. Right. And you can't lose that because, oh, well, he was a criminal. doesn't matter if he's a criminal. Right. doesn't matter that he was a criminal. He's dead. He's dead. And that means there's a family in mourning. Right. You can't say, oh, well, criminals deserve to die. Right. You're not the judge. Right. You're a Christian. Yeah. You've been called to love. Mm -hmm. You've been called to support. When someone dies, you shouldn't be like, oh, that criminal deserved it. You should be in that community with that family. Helping, hey, I cooked you dinner. Helping. I cooked you dinner tonight, guys, because I'm sorry right. what happened to you. And you can use that moment for ministry right. and for love instead right. of division. And we're allowing, and I'm I'm telling you as a military member, I should be upset that they kneel. But I'm not going to allow a custom and not a biblical law. Nowhere in the law does it say when your country plays, you will rise no, it says bow to the Lord and that's it. And that's all that I'm going to get upset about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, I'm not going to allow a custom to make me not realize the human aspect of the whole thing. That there's a death, that there's mourning happening, that there's sadness, and that there's division. So when right. they kneel to me, I say, go ahead, brother. If you feel like kneeling, kneel. I right. feel like I'm going to stand right. because I feel that it's important for me to stand. Okay. 
okay. because that's where I make my stance. Okay. But if you want to kneel next to me, I still love you. Right. Exactly. And I still support exactly. you. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the, the Christian way. If you're talking about a follower of Christ. You know, the Bible says in Romans 12 and 15, rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. And that's what basically Jason's trying to say here. You as a Christian, it is your job to mourn what when others are mourning. Okay. That's right. And and when I look too, because I was thinking about Bible stories where people stood against the establishment or people were oppressed. And, and the first one, Jesus in the withering hand came to mind. And, um, but another story popped in my mind. What's that? Nehemiah. What happened with Nehemiah? Nehemiah was chilling with the king in Babylon and the queen or something. Okay. And he was like, he found out that Jerusalem's walls had been torn down and that they could be attacked and wiped out. Like wow. they can't defend themselves. So he's Butler. like, yo, king, let me go rebuild the walls. Right. And he went in there prophesying and teaching. He went in there putting out pagan stuff, and he rebuilt the walls. It was like, like kicking out pagan stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and uh, there was people that were, you know, it says, like, I think, like, uh, Hebrew men that were mixing with non-Hebrew women and stuff. And he basically mm. put a shut to all mm. that, mm. and he rebuilt the walls in 57 days. So this is a man who said, now, the people living there, they didn't see it as a problem. Because there were haters that didn't like what Nehemiah was doing, mm -hmm. right? They didn't see it as a problem, but Nehemiah did, and he stepped in. And there were haters the whole time that were trying to trick him, trying to get him to slip up. Mm. Like, they had to have one building and mm. one with the sword guarding the person wow. building because wow. haters were going to come and, yeah. oh, I'm going to push you off the top of this yeah. wall or whatever. They had... So a man saw a problem where everyone else didn't, and right. they tried to shut him down. Right. So we have men kneeling yeah. that see a problem. Right. You should not try to shut him right. down. Right. Mind your own business. Let's say you don't think that there's a problem. There's nothing wrong, and I think it's stupid that he kneels. Doesn't matter. As a Christian person, when somebody sees something wrong, you should be there supporting them. If they're not violating the law of the Bible, then... If they're violating the law of the Bible, then we we got a different conversation. Right. You know what I mean? But if they're not violating the law of the Bible, they're not breaking the law of the land, they're doing, the, the, which they neither, kneeling does neither. Mm -hmm. They're simply trying to bring awareness to something that bothers them. Right. And if a man's convicted, what am I going to tell you? Like, if you're convicted to stand, and I don't think you should stand, am I going to tell you I hate you because you're standing? Right. Right? You know, like, yeah. my conviction lies to where I don't feel comfortable standing. And I don't think they're doing it because they hate America. No. I don't think. And everyone exactly. says, oh, go find another country. No. Exactly. Our country's not perfect. That's the wrong thing. It's, it's time to focus right. on unity, which right. is what Jesus right. would do. He would focus and, on unity. And I do want to say that the players who are kneeling, they have fathers and brothers and friends and family and sisters who are in the military. They know the sacrifice. You know what I mean? Like, this is not anything against the military. You know, and and they're they serve and see people serving, and uh, they're confused. American, why um, certain Americans are getting treated differently than others, and they feel like that is not okay. So it's not anything against the military. They they know the military. A lot of them themselves are, you know. Yeah, and everyone says um, they'll show pictures of like a military guy standing on the sideline and someone kneeling. And they'd be like, yeah. look at him disrespecting that military guy right there. Yeah. That's actually what that military man fought for is giving right, him a free exactly. And I was at a game. That's why I'm tired. I've I done some understand. games with it's... the Seahawks. And we did the anthem. And I held the flag. Right. And there were people kneeling near me. Yeah. And I was not offended in the least. Yeah. 
Yeah, if anything, take the time out to pray for black America. They told me I couldn't pray talk to the players, for, but I wanted to go up to them and say something. Like, yeah, pray for brown America. If you see somebody kneeling and you're a Christian, don't get mad at it. Use the opportunity to pray. Because what are you doing during the national anthem anyway? A lot of times I think about the servicemen and women. But there are other times where I'm just like, I don't know, I don't know, trying to focus or something like that. But take the time out to say a prayer for well, those I'm usually frozen who, at the who are kneeling to, 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 to say, Lord, those who are kneeling, help give them peace. And I don't know. Yeah, use that time you know, to pray about the situation. You know, so pray. maybe when you see them kneel, if you don't like it, pray about it. Yeah. So, because you're not going to change them. They might not change you, but the Lord can change us all. So if you're mad and you're kneeling while you're on your knees because you protest in the anthem, pray. If you're standing and you're mad because you see some kneeling, pray. Right. And the Holy yeah. Spirit will step up in that room. And I'm oh, telling yeah. you, you know, the referee will be speaking in tongues. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. the quarterbacks will be casting out demons. Yes. I mean, bring it the spirit and let's bring job. unity exactly. to each other. This is our job to, to pray, and when, when we see any type of division rising up in America, and a lot of times it's going to be a racist thing when we start the divide and have different points of view, when it gets really heated, because that's just America. We Certain things we get divided on, and racism is... Civil War Part 2! Probably on the top of the list. No, we don't want a Civil War we don't. Part 2. And but our our, that's our time to remember, oh yes, there is a problem in America. There is an issue in America. Why? Because there are people mourning, there are people hurting, there are people calling out, there are people crying out, there are people who are unhappy, they are wounded, they're burying people. That is a time to remember... Okay, I don't understand what they're going through, but I will pray. Okay? You know, the Bible says, blessed are the peacemakers. That's right. And, and I Matthew think... Matthew 5 and So 9. when I think, would Jesus kneel, when I, when I have that question in my head, what I think to myself is, I don't know the answer if Jesus would kneel or not, but I know what he would do. He would talk to that person. And what did Jesus do to everyone he talked to? He quoted scriptures. He quoted scriptures left and right. So if your opinion isn't a Bible verse, stop talking. If your opinion mm. is your opinion, mm. stop talking. Because you are mm. just simply spouting out of your own custom yes. and not out of the word of God. And yes. I'll tell you, if anything, a, a house divided against itself cannot stand. And I've been reading the Bible and I don't see America. I see some hints. This might be America. This might not. But we definitely ain't a world power. Which means the current state of us, according to the end of the Bible, is division unto crumbling. What? That's what I feel. I feel like America has two choices. This is my two choices, what? right? One, it is what I just said. We get so divided, so wicked, that we lose power, we crumble, or that we don't even care to support Israel in their time of need like we would right now. Right? Because we just become wicked. We like so great rebellion against God. And we just, we kind of lose oh, our... Against our, God? Right. Ooh, the second option that i see for america is great revival and when the rapture comes the country nice. is so devastated by the rapture because so many people are gone yeah. that we just can't really help nobody out no more because we're all messed up yeah. so america christian americans i put the call out to you are you gonna divide us unto rebellion or are you going to preach the word and quote scriptures unto revival because it don't matter what that dude thinks 
if he ends up getting saved at the end of the day, yes. we are all happy people. And if you want peace, hey, the people kneeling, they want peace too. They're not doing it out of a sign of war. They're doing it out of a sign of hurt. Hurt. Yes. And pain. He's yes. So don't matter what you people. think. It, God would bring division. God would bring love. And that's my opinion on the matter of where we stand with, with Jesus. The NFL, oh, I was going to say with the NFL. And the NFL. NFL and the Colin Kaepernick. And, man, I just want to watch the Raiders win a Super Bowl. I don't care. Now, that's a miracle you're talking about there, Jason. The subject today are I not promise, miracles in the NFL. I promise. Kneeling in the NFL. <laughs> the Bible says you're supposed to root for the Raiders. Oh, where? What I have not found what? the scripture yet, but I know in my heart that it is there. Oh, I have yet to find it, but I will search high and low. Because my heart is I'm telling me. I'm giving them to Vegas. I'll give them like maybe I'll give them two Vegas. seasons. I'll give them, I'll be lenient and give them two seasons in Vegas. That's it. And I'm not, I'm not going to, that's it. That's well, it. Derek Carr believe in Jesus. So Derek Carr, we're praying for you, brother. We're praying for you. Win us, win us one. Win one for the Gipper. But anyway, so that's. You're that, still going to be wearing your Raiders hat even if they lose. I'll be wearing my Raiders hat in heaven. So did you get a chance to talk about everything that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, so I got everything out that I wanted to get out. Yeah, I think that's a good um, it's a good message. Yeah, and I hope that everyone yeah. takes it. Please, yes. please, please, I pray, Lord God, let this word accomplish that which it was sent to do. Please, I'm not trying to upset you and your sensibilities. I'm not trying to say that people should or shouldn't kneel. I'm simply trying to say... We need to love and unify. Unify. And use the word of God as your basis of your opinion. And I think we'll do a little bit better. Uh, but hey, guys, that's the podcast for the day. So you, yet again, we are The Art of Being. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at The Art Being. And I don't really get on Twitter that much. So that's why I don't really shout it out. But hey, let's try that. At The Real Art Being on Twitter. Uh, hit us up. Maybe we can start growing on that community. Uh, we're doing pretty good on Facebook, but Twitter's a little low. And this just in, we now have a Patreon account. And for those of you that Ooh. don't know, Patreon slash The Art of Being is a chance for you guys to donate to us. Uh, we're not using the money to pad our pockets. We're using the money to get better equipment, to put a better uh, product out. That's right. You. And uh, once we get all the equipment we need, we're really going to use the money to further the gospel of Jesus Christ. I got a job. The Lord will take care of me. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we got a Patreon account. Please check us out. Please support us. Uh, We love you guys. We've seen some really big support as of late, and we really appreciate it. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Yeah, we're we're doubling in numbers here. And uh, so make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Yes. Get this out to Christians so that we can bring more love. And unity and peace in this nation. That's right. Just more people praying. That's all we ask you to do. That's all we ask you to do. All right, guys. We love you, and we'll be praying for you. See you next time. Bye. Bye.